And I'm like, this work, this shit is so dark and deep and it tests you and it's made me question if I should even be alive anymore. Like, it's scary. I've gone through scary times of just isolating myself for months. You know, everyone sort of does this work differently. But like, for me, like, I had to shut myself away from everyone in my life in order to really figure out what it is that I'm going through and then eventually learn how to ask for help. Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome to the She's Made of Magic podcast. I am your host, Cassidy Ferris, and I am so grateful that you are here joining me today. She's Made of Magic podcast is your weekly dose of soul inspiration, manifestation and mindset elevation, and inner magic activation. Your dreams and visions are born to you, yes you, with divine purpose and intention. And you joining me here means that you are ready to be, do, create, and have it all. So let's do it together. Join me each week for juicy solo episodes from me, as well as incredible conversations with remarkable female leaders, visionaries, and entrepreneurs who are changing the world and shifting important paradigms within the collective. No topics are off limits here and every soul is welcome, babe. So grab a friend, your favorite drink, and a comfy spot and get ready for the expansion your soul has been craving. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the She's Made of Magic podcast. If you are coming back for your second or third listen to She's Made of Magic, thank you so much. If you are a new listener, welcome. I am so grateful to have you here, and my heart is so full of love and gratitude for your presence, and I cannot wait to share this episode with you. For this episode, I got to sit down with a beautiful friend of mine, Autumn. She is the creator of She's Plant-Based, and we had such a beautiful and powerful conversation about our healing journeys and um, finding our purpose in this world and really truly how to, from our experience, how to alchemize pain into purpose and into power. And um, yeah, it was just such a beautiful conversation that, you know, some some tears were shed on both of our ends and lots of laughter and um, really just a, an, a, an incredible connection and sharing of stories and experiences. And I think that is one of the most beautiful things that you can do with a friend, with a stranger, from person to person, soul to soul. And I'm just so honored and grateful that I got to have that experience with Autumn and we got to share in that together. And if you don't yet know who Autumn is, definitely go check out her Instagram. She is the creator of the brand and Instagram at She's Plant Based. It is such a beautiful account to follow. I definitely, definitely recommend that you go check it out, follow, give her some love. And she shares that she loves when people reach out to her and connect with her. So definitely go do that. She is such an angel and such a ray of light. So I know that she will love that. But Autumn began sharing her health and wellness journey in 2017 on the Instagram account that she has now at She's Plant Based. And she shares... um, in this episode that her self-healing journey really inspired her to help other people and she turned her pain and turned it into her power and her purpose and so she is changing lives daily and I know that if you follow her you definitely feel that and if you don't yet follow her again go give her a follow go give her some love 
This episode is such a divine creation between Autumn, me, and the universe and God. And so I hope you enjoy it. If you love it, I would be so grateful if you could give it a rate, a review, and share it with someone that you love and that you think it would resonate with. With that being said, enjoy the episode and I will see you on the other side. The last time that we spoke was in early December and I was like, I feel like we're in such a different place, like both of us and we've grown so much in the last like month and a half. So thank you so much for being here again. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me here again. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just dive right in and share your journey. What brought you to kind of where you're at right now and um, ultimately kind of where your, where your story began, where your healing journey began. Yeah. Um, so my healing journey really began, like, I want to say six years ago. Um, so throughout like high school and stuff, I dealt with a lot of drinking. We were around each other a lot during that time, just like partying (laughs) and stuff. Um, (laughs) oh, the people um, we were then, oh, not who we are now. (laughs) (laughs) It's I know. I know. That's why I just like love you so much because it's just, we've gone through similar things and it's just cool to see the place that we're at. Um, but yeah, just, I just went through a lot and I didn't know how to cope with my emotions and cope with the things that I saw growing up and, um, sort of like what I was going on mentally. I didn't really understand mental health back then and what that meant and what anxiety was and what depression was. And, Um, what really woke me up was when I moved away from home after, when I first went to college, I moved away from home. I went to San Francisco. I lived with my aunt and my uncle and, um, in high school, I depended on alcohol. It was how I coped. Um, and I was away from that. I was away from the partying. I was away from all of those like external things that I sort of, depended on and it forced me to turn inward in a way that I've never experienced. I was away from my toxic living environment. I didn't have any friends. So like I was just to myself a lot and it just made me really reflect and I was just okay. Like this is obviously a problem because I always like felt this need to like, oh, I need to find friends to go party. And I was like, okay, like (laughs) why, why, why do I feel like that? So a lot of things just like started coming up and I was like, whoa, like I have like some social anxiety, like I'm going through some depression, like there's some, a lot of things that I'm really not proud of, of doing. So, um, yeah, I ended up getting like really sick up there. Um, I had to move back home and I fell back into sort of just the same cycle of how, what I was doing in high school. And, um, I developed just like disordered eating and was just like calorie restricting and then taking a bunch of medication. Like I was addicted to Concerta, um, Ativan, Xanax. Like I was taking Xanax every single night just to fall asleep. And like, I would take, um, Ativan before like going into work or going to school because I just like, I, I could not function without that. Mm. Um, so it got to a point where I was like, I, I was scared to be around people. I wasn't showing up to my classes. I just really isolated myself. And I was just like, this isn't normal. And 
I had a really hard time asking for help. I had a really hard time just opening up, like even to my parents. And I was just like, what do I do about this? I was like, what if people don't believe me? Um, and people have made, were making comments to me about like my weight loss and stuff, but I just like kind of like brushed it off. I was like, oh, like whatever. Mm. I'm like eating healthy and I wasn't. Um, and so I think that I just was like, I need to, I need to, I need to fix myself. So I started just doing a bunch of research and got into like food is medicine and veganism and just started reading all these books. And it just like opened up my eyes and like understanding sort of the reasoning behind we needed food, which is just like, obviously we needed to survive, but I was not using food as a way to nourish me. I was just like, there was just so much guilt and resentment and, um, and a lot of that was just because of the things that I saw growing up, like with my mom and other women and the girls I hung out with and everyone like having this need to like be on a diet. And like, I got sucked into that too. And I was just like, whoa, like I took a huge step back and just completely had to change my perspective on everything. And that's sort of when my self-healing journey began. And during that time, as I changed the way that I was eating, um, I started going to, uh, to yoga and had a really just like crazy like spiritual awakening in my first yoga class like in shavasana I remember like I like held I've, I've held on to like so much darkness and pain and that was like really a, one of like the only times I actually just like sat in stillness and like like sort of like let go but I didn't know what I was doing yeah but I mm. felt like this like yeah I felt this like huge like dark force like literally like levitate out of me and I like started bawling in the class like I tried that entire day yeah that was a very similar that's like that's so similar (laughs) to what I experienced and you know with so much of what you just shared is like so much of what I've experienced as well and um yeah when I took my first yoga class and it was like such a divine like intuitive guidance like whispered to like I had just finished an orange theory class when I'm after I moved back home to Long Beach, which is where, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're from or near from. And I just finished an orange theory class and I heard this like whisper and I was like, go across the street to the yoga class and like, see if they have a yoga or like oh. yoga studio and see if they have a yoga class like going on. And they did, they had one starting in like 10 minutes. And so I like went in and my like <laughs> gross, sweaty, like <laughs> nasty <laughs> clothes from <laughs> orange theory and like went and like sweat my ass off there. And I remember like, it was the same thing. I like felt for the first time, like connect, like actually connected to my body, like mm-hmm. actually inside of my yeah. body. Like I felt this, like, yeah, this just like soul connection like I felt like I was aligned for the first time in my life and yeah or at least for a very very long time for the first time that I could remember and I was like whoa and then yeah in in Shavasana like towards the end of the class I just started like weeping like tears flowing Mm -hmm. from me and yeah like you you shared it's like for me it was like just this massive, like, as if like a brick had been sitting on my chest, like brick, brick on top of brick on top of brick. Like it wasn't just one brick. Yeah. It like felt like that suddenly disappeared. Like it literally just like went poof. And like, I felt like my aura expand and I didn't even know, like I had an aura then like, I wasn't, I wasn't like spiritually like awakened then. And like, that's really what began that journey was like, like knowing that I can feel like that. And like, trying to find the, like the opportunities to feel like that again. Like, how can I feel like that again? What would bring me that into that state again? And then also like kind of how you shared or how you did share, like 
you moving away from from home for the first time and you know I was in the same I was in the same exact boat I used drugs and I used alcohol to cope in high school um especially in the last two years I used sex and like yeah, that, that with, one's big too with, for me boys. too. And yes. I'm not going to say men because they are not men then. Um, boys. <laughs> yeah, boys. <laughs> Teenage boys. And um, yes. they're not men. Um, we're, we're like 25 and 26, I think right now. And they're still yeah. not men most of the time. Um, nope. <laughs> but, um, you know, like I, 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 I wanted, I like was reaching out to all of these external things instead of like what really yeah. would have been that healing. And we know now because we've been on these journeys, you know, our own personal mm-hmm. healing journeys, it's like, you're not going to find that externally. You're going to only find that internally mm-hmm. when you decide to go in. And so yeah. when I moved away, like how you did, I moved to Sonoma state. So I was only like 25, 30 minutes away from where you yeah. had moved. Um, I was the same way. I didn't have friends up there. I, that's when I got into like smoking a lot of marijuana because it was like, I had, and, and that's the first time that I actually cared about my grades because I wanted to move away. I wasn't happy in Sonoma. I wasn't happy in Northern California where I was at. And so I was like, I'm going to just immerse myself in school so I can get out of here and move yeah. to somewhere that's more aligned. And so I ended up moving back home after a year, not back home, back to LA um, and went to school there. But yeah, it's like being away from home and having to sit with your shit and like, mm-hmm. you know, like I felt depressed up there. Mm-hmm. I came home once almost every single month, which is like ridiculous. Like I'm in college, yeah. but I like made that trip home once a month. Um, I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, but it's like when you remove yourself from the external environments in which you have created for yourself to support yourself in some way or another, it's not necessarily serving you, but it's somehow supporting you. Mm-hmm. you're yeah you're you're forced to sit with your shit and I think that's like what a lot of 2020 was too it's like we didn't have control yeah. over that and so a lot of us were you know we sat we sat with our shit and yeah you know and I think we both have grown so much especially in this last year mm-hmm. and it's incredible to see um so yeah just kind of wanted to comment like I think it's so yeah. much more common than what we think because I think when we are in that space, we think we're alone. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I have the chills. I like yeah, started, I crying and started talking. Oh, like I was really crying. No, but it's like it's so crazy how we relate on this level. So I can't even imagine like how many other people share the same story. Yeah, because like I don't, I don't. It's something that like I really just like don't talk about that much. Not that I'm just like really ashamed, but I'm just like. I, it's just never a conversation because I'm just like okay like we all go through our own shit but it's like the more that like I've talked about it the more I'm like whoa like I feel like people have gone through so many sim- similar things with it yeah um and but like all- you said sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say like that's like why I created this podcast is literally yeah. like yes to inspire but also to bring to light that we're not alone in the things that we go yeah. through yeah yeah no it's beautiful and like you said, like after having that experience of like Shavasana and feeling that like release, like that's like, of course we both didn't know what was going on. I didn't know I was waking up. I didn't know yeah. what a spiritual journey was. Like yeah. I thought spirituality was just like weird and woo woo and just like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, like those are like the people <laughs> in the woods, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, my mom is like, has always been very spiritual, like starting with religion. Like that's just how she grew up and then went into kind of like the woo. And I was like growing up with her. I'm like, what the 
like like crystals yeah, all yeah. around our house, like angels and like all this stuff. And I'm like, what? And like the books that she had, she always had like a million books on like spirituality. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And now it's like, mom, do you have this book? And she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to find it next time I come home. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's just like, it's so crazy, like being on your own path. And like, that's like really what sparked that in me. I was like, okay, like, I want more like I want to feel that again I'm like there's so much more to like work on and like still to this day it's like I'm always evolving I'm always going through stuff I'm always trying to find new ways of healing but like the main thing was like just doing my research I was like I want to read every book so it was like the law of attraction I was like untethered soul just Eckhart Tolle just all these great people in this spiritual space I was just like so just like taken back and I was like life just makes sense now like everything that I've gone through makes sense and I'm just like learning about the ego and just like Mm, your higher self and I'm yeah yeah and your higher self and just like how to like deal with both of those things and getting into meditation and just finding so much healing with that is just so powerful and then how I started she's plant-based it was just basically like a form of me expressing myself like for a really long time I was just talking to myself it was just more like a journal but then like more people were just coming through and just like I relate to your story and I'm just like it's it's just crazy like we all we all want help but like we're too afraid to speak up about it or don't don't know know how to to ask yeah or don't even know how to ask for it yeah yeah so it's just I have the chills talking about it I know me too it's it it's it's powerful and it's like we're I don't know like day-to-day society it's just like we see people and we're just like okay like life's good life's easy but it's just like no like we all have a story we're all we're all suffering we're all we all want help some of us are too afraid to speak up about it or like we just don't even know like where to even start or to begin yeah that's like that's a huge one and like I'm 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 like I almost get I'm like getting teary right now thinking about it I have the support that like family support that allows me to ask for it when I need it but I know that so many like when I began my healing journey my dad was right there supporting me the entire time financially because he was like just take some time off from from work and I'm oh my gosh (laughs) I'm crying I know I know um I know I'm like trying to hold it together while I say this um I have that family support, but I know that so many people don't have that. And like, yeah, the longer, sorry, the longer that I'm on this journey, the more that it sinks in that I have that support and that I want to be that support for the people who don't necessarily have that or that don't know how to ask for it or that don't know where to begin. And I know that, I know that you with, she's plant-based and especially now that you are really entering into the the health coaching space that and and just by you sharing on your platform with she's plant-based on Instagram I know that so many people don't feel alone because of you and because you are using your voice and sharing your energy and your love and your compassion and your empathy I know that just I know that like you are changing so many lives and it's so amazing to watch you do that and like my heart is so full knowing that you have that passion and you have that drive and you have that purpose. Thank you. That's, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. And like, 
going back to the support, like all of us don't have it. And I think for me, the biggest thing for even telling my parents what was going on is because I saw both of my parents struggle immensely. My mom always on medication for her mental health. And it was just like, for me, I felt bad. I felt like I was taking up too much space. I was like, my parents are already struggling and suffering. I was like, I don't want to I was, I've always been the one that's strong and just like knows what to do and independent and has it all together. And everyone, everyone always tells me that, but I'm just like, I don't like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really. And like when it took me so long to finally open up to my parents about anything that went on and they're just like, we had no idea. And like, they obviously felt bad because they couldn't give me the support that I needed. But like, I just felt like I was, I would be putting too much on their plate because they were just they're struggling themselves and I just felt bad yeah that so yeah that's a big reason why I that is the reason why I just want to help people I want to just open up I think the most important thing is just opening up space for people to talk right just be like tell me about you what's your story what have you gone through that's people just want that and that's like when the healing happens when I started telling people about things that went on it wasn't even until years after I want to say like two or three years after I started really opening up and it changed my life in a way that I was just like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life yeah and I think thank you for sharing that thank you for being vulnerable on here um yeah I think that so often we as individuals like think that we can't ask or like we can't share what is on our heart. We can't share what is going on with us because we're afraid to take up that space for other people. But I think that when we do that, we're actually doing ourselves a disservice because we're discrediting other people and their ability to hold space. I'm not saying that everyone has the ability to hold space, but when we don't even give them that opportunity to hear what we have to share and to hold that space for us, then not only are we suppressing our voice and what we have to share, mm-hmm. but we're also not giving them that opportunity to grow as people and as our friend or as our, you know, family member, or as our loved one. And so that's something that I've had to really learn and really get curious about and explore with my own, my own self is like, when I have something to share and I don't share it, or like when I have something to share and I do choose to share, it, it's really like, playing around with this is an opportunity for me to grow by choosing to share and by choosing to trust that if I share, like that person is going to be able to hold that space for me. And also, you know, on the other hand of like giving that opportunity for someone else, because, you know, our loved ones, our friends, they don't want us to be hurting. They don't want us to be in pain. And so I feel like more often than not, they want that opportunity to be there for us but we have to, as the person who's sharing, give them the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree. And it's so true. And I feel like in our culture, it's just like, so easy, like, oh, like we're good. Like I'm fine. Mm, and it's yeah. like, that just, that just eats at you. It just, it just keeps eating at you. And I don't know, it's been such a beautiful experience having these conversations with other women or yeah even like in my past relationship, like opening up about these things. And I'm like, well, like even a male can like sort of like hold this space, which is something that, you know, really, really terrified me. But I was just like, even like experiencing that or like even just like opening up to my dad and like 
having, you know, those conversations with him and him telling me like everything that he's gone through and just like building such a better bond with the people around you. And like, I, that's just like, that's just part of our, that's just part of living. Like human connection is so important. Yeah. It's, it's vital. We're not meant to do this alone. We're not meant to be on our own. (laughs) No, it's so true. It's so true. And, um, and yeah, it's just made me so much better at just like asking for help. I feel like I'm such an open person now. Like I used to, my answer was always just like, I'm good. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not good today. Like I cried, like it's been hard. Like I'll call my mom now. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it helps you grow so much as a person. Yeah. I called both my parents last week and was like, falling. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but I want to have done that. I want to have done that yeah. two years ago or three years ago. It's, yeah. or I would only when I'm like that volcano and ready to like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm erupting. <laughs> like, I've gotten yeah. that point, you know, <laughs> but now it's like, I don't hesitate to call them and cry or tell them what's on my mind or, you know, even like ask them like for advice. I don't, ask my parents for a lot of advice if they give it to me then that's awesome but um so with your journey and really beginning to open up with your parents how how did you approach that I mean I wouldn't say it was like there was just like one thing that sparked it I think it sort of just happened gradually like obviously like my parents saw me drink like in high school I put my parents through hell I was blacking out every weekend they had to come they would pick me up like my friends would be like autumn's throwing up blood like you need to come and get her so they're just like like what's going on but like I didn't even know what was going on I'm just like oh like I'm a teenager I'm just drinking but it was like no there was so much more going on deeper and that was just because I really really resented my parents a lot like I grew up in a violent home and uh and I resented my parents for the way that they treated themselves to the way that they treated us. So it was my form. It was my way of getting back to them. And so they always knew like something was like there, but they didn't really know what it was. And then when I was in San Francisco and I was just like, I was, cause I was in the hospital. I was like in and out of the hospital. I was just like, I need to come, I need to come home. So like my dad, like I packed up all my stuff and he, helped me he he flew out there we drove home and like that was like a really big thing for them to see too because like I've never like I didn't know what anxiety was and like I've dealt with I my mom has panic disorder and you know she she can't drive a car she can't do a lot of mm. things so I saw my mom going through that and like they sort of like helped me through that like you know you're going through anxiety like you're having panic attacks like you're not dying and like so it was just like very little subtle things like that And then going through like my eating disorder, like my parents obviously saw me lose like a lot of weight and my mom would make comments that like, this is like when, when I was like into like clean eating and, Mm. uh, in my life. And I gradually started like opening up about like my anxiety and my depression and, uh, they helped me. They, they got me like on medication and stuff, but that essentially just like made me worse oddly. Mm. Um, so I eventually had to get off of all that, but I think that for me, how I really started opening up to my parents was first, like I had to face like my own demons. There was so much resentment towards my parents, anger. I just hated them. Like I would just, they would say one word and I would just like be pissed off. And I didn't like that about me. So I did like a lot of deep inner work and um, 
did a lot of just like meditations and really like brought myself back to those moments of like when my parents hurt me or when they like when I saw them fighting and stuff and really tried forgiving them for that and I think that once I sort of done did these exercises and I would like write them letters but like not give it to them and just like write everything out um I began to heal so much as an individual Mm -hmm. and then it sort of just like gave me the courage to kind of just like sit down and have these conversations of just like you know what you guys did really hurt me and then it opened up conversation of just like you know we were going through this and we feel really bad about that and um how it just like affected my mental health um but yeah I would say it was just it was really gradual but it had it had to start with me it had to start with me forgiving myself and my parents and then it just sort of gave me the courage to just open up about the things I experienced and the things that I saw and it was just like my parents just they're the most supportive people I love them so much and we have such a good relationship now but it's just like they just really wanted to just listen to me and just they didn't tell me you know you put us through hell or whatever they're just like yeah like we get it like we have done the same thing like we all fuck up and it was just like it was just so nice hearing that from them, just like having that support. Um, and then them just listening to me. I think that's just like the biggest thing. It was just like, I just want to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can resonate with a lot of that, or I do resonate with a lot of that. Um, I, yeah, I had <laughs> a verbally violent home growing up. My parents yeah. were not happy together and like how you shared very similar to that. Like I felt like I couldn't take up my mom's, my mom's time or my mom's energy. I just felt like she couldn't hold that space for me because she was going through so much and, um, like, and especially in high school. And that's like really when shit hit the fan and I just went off the deep end and, you know, every, all of my actions were like a big fuck you. Like, I just wanted to say, like, hold up my two middle fingers and say, fuck you. I'm not happy. I don't like the home that I live in. I, you know, I I don't feel like I can take up space. I feel like I take up too much space. Um, And yeah, so I got back at them by blacking out and lying about where I'm going and about who I'm hanging out with and what I'm doing and going and getting blacked out every weekend and um, ending up in the hospital. And my parents had to come pick me up when I was 16. Um, you know, and like, even after, even after all of that time and thinking that I had like gotten over it, like I hadn't even begun my spiritual journey yet, but I thought like, you know, like time has passed. I'm not that same person. I'm not mm-hmm. the person I am and that I was in high school. Um, you know, this was even after graduating college. This was a year after, gra- like a year and a half after graduating college, I was living in Spain and like just everything boiled up. I just literally had this night where I blacked out. I was in Madrid. Um, I was with my friend, like my friend who I was living with and my sister was living in, in Madrid at the time too. And I blacked out. I walked away. I was mad. I was screaming. Like I was blacked. I like, don't even, I only know this because of like my parents, I guess my parents, like I called my parents or my sister called my parents. Cause she was like, Cassidy's missing. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details, but like, it was just like so much anger, so much resentment, so much hurt from, you know, breaking up with my college boyfriend and feeling like I'm not enough. And, you know, there's, there's so much that I could go into with that alone, but like just so 
so much hurt, so much anger boiled up in me. And Mm -hmm. it took that night. I've never, ever, ever had a hangover as bad as that one. Like I thought I was dying the next day and it literally felt like my soul was ripping apart. Like that's how hurt that I was then. And it's crazy Mm -hmm. to think about now because it's like, it literally seems like I'm like, I am a whole different person, but like the state of my soul, it was just so broken and so shattered. And like, I, like I get emotional thinking about it because it's like, I'm so grateful for where I am and like doing the work. It's hard. It's not always easy. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be such a struggle. Um, if we like surrender, if we do surrender to it, you know, but knowing how, knowing how hurt you can be and like thinking you're so far away from feeling good again, like Mm -hmm. that journey can seem really scary. That journey can seem really, really daunting and dark and, you know, but taking little steps every day, allowing yourself the space to, to hurt, to feel the pain, allowing yourself to cry, you know, not suppressing those (laughs) fears, not suppressing those emotions, allowing yourself to be in the space of, yes, I am hurt. And at the same time, I am whole just because Mm -hmm. I am hurting right now does not mean that I'm not whole. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I have like no words. I know. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I've ever gone, gone that deep with thinking about that day. Um, yeah. And you know, yes, I'm hurting, but I also hurt other people with that experience. And I hurt other people with how I behaved in college and, and, and high school. And it's also allowing yourself to forgive yourself for those things Mm -hmm. because yes, you're not responsible for their emotions, but you are responsible for your actions. And so Mm -hmm. when you allow yourself to forgive and hold that space for yourself to, to feel maybe the guilt, to feel maybe the shame. And at the same time, know that you're a, you're a human, you make errors, you make mistakes and using those mistakes, using those errors and learning from them and using yeah. that in your growth to, you know, catapult you forward. And ultimately we're human Yeah. and we are in this human experience. We are, soul- we are souls first and foremost, but we are in this human experience. And so always coming back to like, yes, I am whole while I'm also healing. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I just like relate on, relate to that on so many levels and I just really want to touch on sort of like, like when we get in those, I feel like it feels uh, like it's going to be a forever thing and you're always going to be there. And you're, and we, I feel like we identify like with those labels of just like, I am depressive or I'm going to be depressed forever or whatever that it is. Mm. Um, Cause I've gone through like, I'm dealing with like suicidal thoughts and wanting my life to end. And like, I have no purpose and like, I reached rock bottom so, 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 so many times. And the easiest thing to do is like, the easy thing to do is run. And that's what most people do. We want to run from it because we just like, don't want to think about it. So we find, you know, ways to cope, whether I've done all these things, sex, drugs, alcohol, like all of that. And sort of just like what you said of it was the past. This happened so long ago. And I think when we go through pain and we go through hurt and just shame and hurting other people or hurting ourselves, it's still so important for me even now to go back to those times and forgive the people that I've hurt, to forgive myself, to look at that and to sort of just face it and feel through it and relive it and forgive um, so I can 
you know, free myself from it because at a subconscious level, like all those things affect you if you do not face it. And I've learned that in so many ways in relationships with men, well, boys, children, (laughs) (laughs) not children, (laughs) but with dating boys, like the sort of like individual that I attract or even like in friendships, the kind of friends that I'm attracting, if I'm not being authentic and true, I had such a hard time finding authentic and true friends. And I'm just like, I have to, I have to be that in order to attract that. And um, yeah, it's just, it's an interesting journey. It's not linear. And I feel like sometimes people are just like, look at you for who you are now. And you're like, oh, like you went through a lot, but you, you know, you got through it. And I'm like, this work, this shit is so dark and deep and it tests you. And it's made me question if I should even be alive anymore. Like, it's scary. I've gone through scary times of just isolating myself for months. Um, You know, everyone sort of does this work differently. But like, for me, like, I had to shut myself away from everyone in my life. Um, So really, in order to really figure out what it is that I'm going through, and then eventually learn how to ask for help. But I'm just like, I can't keep hurting other people. Um, But yeah, it's, 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 it's a hard journey. It's not glamorous. No. Yeah. And, and I think something important to note or like to talk about and to address is that yes, it's dark and it is deep and it is sometimes all consuming. Sometimes you feel like you're not going to get out of the place in which you're at, especially when you go and explore your depths and you're in that darker place. Yes, that is true for for healing. You're not going to heal unless you go into the dark places and darkness exists so we can know light. Like Mm -hmm. we don't know light without darkness and we don't know darkness without light. They're dualities. They exist. They're needed. One cannot exist without the other. And so talking about that is so important because when we are in those dark places, it's temporary. It is temporary and it's, it's, and it's there so you can, so you can heal it and alchemize it. Like you only go into the dark places with the purpose of alchemizing it and bringing it into the light. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. why, that's why it's there. It's not there to yeah. be a negative thing. Um, yeah. I talked about this with another guest on my podcast um, recently, and I heard it talked about on another podcast and I still can't think about which podcast it was on that I heard it. Oh, 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 it was, um, I hope I say her name right, Dara Dubonet. Um, and it was on Kenzie mm. Burke's podcast. And Dara had said, mm. darkness is neutral. It's not a negative thing. It's a neutral thing. Yeah. And so when we I can begin that. to, yeah, when we can begin to look at it as a neutral thing, like it's just, it exists just as light does. It, it takes away that like scariness and that like mm-hmm. resistance to go there. But when we can mm-hmm. just view it as like, it's another part of the journey. It's here yeah. just to, it, it's here to serve me. It's not here as a punishment. It's not here because I'm broken. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. it's there because it exists just as light does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's so true. I just like want to clap after that. I know, it's I, like, it's yeah. so important. <laughs> like life isn't like, of course I, I love light and like light, life isn't just like light and easy and this and that. It's like, you need both. Um, they both teach you something. Um, 
but just also like after like doing that work like it transforms you like I can't even if you would have told me 10 years ago what I am doing now and the person that I am I would have been like that's a lie yeah uh-uh. I yeah can't yeah myself that, like talking in front of the camera helping other people with their trauma um at this like peaceful place with just like a lot of the trauma that has happened with my life and having such a beautiful incredible amazing relationship with my parents with myself with with my friends like the women in my life are so amazing and powerful and beautiful and it's like it didn't this just didn't happen it just happened it happened because I had to face those really dark and scary things yeah and then the universe was like all right like we're gonna open up space for new Yes. And we're yep. allowed this like abundance and love and beauty just like into your life. Yeah. Um, so those things just like really just like it just takes you to the next level in your life, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. All of that. Yes. So much. <laughs> and you had said like, um, oh, how did you phrase it? I, I really liked it and it sparked something in me. Um, you were talking about how if you don't do this work, like or like how this work is necessary because otherwise you keep attracting the same things. And it's like, yes, because yeah. literally like on a karmic level, on You'll an run energetic in level, really, but yes, because mm-hmm. you are here to learn lessons. And until you learn lessons, the things are going to keep like that undesirable feeling or that undesirable circumstance is going to keep manifesting in your life because mm-hmm. you have not yet learned that lesson. It's so true. And people, we play the victims so much. Mm. Oh, and it's I like, think, yes, it's like, Ooh, let's play the victim. I'm not responsible yeah. for this. People get so confused. They're like, I'm a good person. I'm this, I'm that. Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Poor me. We're all essentially good people and have good intentions. Yeah. But it's like, oh, yeah. you need to like, you need to, you need to also realize, you know, okay, this circumstance, like it's really just a reflection of just like who you are, what you've gone through, um, sort of just the trauma that you haven't healed. And the big thing is just learning lessons from this of just like, okay, like I'm going to step aside from my ego. Like what is this situation teaching me? Yeah. Because whether it's someone hurting you or whatever the, whatever the thing is, like stop making about you as much as you want to, like, just be like, okay, what is this teaching me? Um, How can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? How can I prevent this pattern from continuing? It's just all about awareness and really just like diving deep in yourself into yourself. Yeah, absolutely. The, one of the biggest reframes I've ever, ever received from the universe is obstacles are just opportunities for you to learn. And so Mm -hmm. I teach that like with my clients, it's like even just changing that language, changing, you know, that language that you use in your head and maybe that you use, um, verbally as well, but it's not an obstacle unless you decide it is an obstacle. It can just be an opportunity for you to learn and to, to know, to go inward and learn more about yourself and to yeah. heal more. Yeah, no, I agree. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. I'm just getting <laughs> a thought right now. Um, my coach yesterday, we had a call and she used the term procrast. What was it? Procrasti healing. Like, it's like, you want to <laughs> heal. <laughs> I love her. She's so amazing. Um, I feel that so much. <laughs> yes, I know. She's like, cause I was like, I'm just like diving deep into healing. Like healing is the, one of the themes of 2021 for me. And this year, I just really want to focus on healing, going inward, really doing the shadow work, playing around with it, you know, like getting playful, getting like flirtatious with, with the darkness and really allowing myself to be in that space and 
view it as neutral, like we shared about, but, um, she was like, be careful of procrastinate healing. And I was like, what the hell is procrastinate healing? And she was like, oh, it's like, you want to heal. You say that you're healing, but you're not healing. You're just procrastinating. And I was like, Ooh, I was like, I like that word. And I'm going to now, now I, I have that. that on my radar. Like, am I procrastinating? Healing? Like, am I saying that I'm healing and I'm not actually doing the work or not really yeah. digging deep? You know, it's so good. I love that term that she shared with me, but you know, it's just something to keep your eye out for when you are on that healing journey. And I know that we've kind of touched on spirituality in your healing journey, but I'd love to kind of go back to that in terms of if maybe a listener isn't yet on their spiritual journey or maybe, you know, they are, but they really want to dive deeper into it. What kind of resources or, um, or practices have you cultivated for yourself that have been influential and impactful? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing for me is like, I'm huge on just like reading books. I I love just reading from just different people, gaining different perspectives and approaches. I think, you know, reading books just teaches you so much about yourself. And I think that it really helps open you up a little bit more. I'm just really big on shadow work. And this is something that I walk all my clients through on our first call, Um, just going just deep. And I think I, the big thing for me is I I love questions. I love asking myself questions, Um, getting into like the why, like, why am I feeling this way? Or like, when did this start happening? Or thinking about like, I do this with my clients, but like even myself, like thinking about like, okay, when was, when was I really happy? when and why am I no longer happy what happened in in between that time and sometimes it's because some someone came into my life and they're not serving me or it's because of a job and just like getting really deep into it and asking yourself you know those questions of like the why and the how and the when and the who um that's sort of just like how I really approach it and another big thing too is like a lot of times, like I, I, I still feel blocked. And in those moments of like feeling blocked, like I, I, ha- I have to ask people for help. And um, for me, like I love my Reiki healer. We do Reiki healings. We do, we'll do readings. She's done. Um, we went over like my birth chart and just like all these little things that I think that really just help you understand yourself on a deeper level from someone else of just like gaining that like reassurance of just like okay like like sometimes like I'll have a thought of just like I feel like really blocked and then uh, I'll have a breakthrough in a session and she's just like yeah like you you felt really you felt really blocked like we we really worked through something I'm just like whoa okay like sometimes I think it's in my head sometimes I'm just like am I really blocked Mm -hmm. or just like am I trying too hard do I need to give myself a break and it was just like no like it's okay to like go seek help and ask people and get different perspectives. Um, So yeah, that's just things that have helped me, um, especially even in the beginning. I feel like I started, you know, Ruth, uh, I've worked with her. So she's been a huge mentor throughout my whole spiritual practice. I remember like before I even started meditating, like I told her, I was like, I want to start meditating. So she's always like guided me in this way. And then we really started working together. And I think that's mm-hmm. just helped me so much. Yeah. Yeah. I worked with her that one time I happened to be in, or yeah, I think she happened to have an opening when I was in Long Beach visiting my parents. Um, 
and I was like, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had more <laughs> access to her, you know, cause I live in San Diego. Um, but yeah, when you find those people and, and really it starts with allowing yourself to open up and ask the universe for the support, whether that is, yeah. you know, a mentor, a coach, a therapist, if that's the route that you want to go to. And I am, I want to start going to therapy just because I think it's just an, another form of, of support and healing. I think coaches are beautiful and, um, you know, I've, there's just different healing kind of modalities exactly. and, and, and um, resources for support. Yeah. Just opening, opening yourself up and asking the universe to, to send you the people that are going to bring you new, new ways to look at things and, and people who are going to support you in that expansion and, you know, that ascension. And um, yeah, it's, it's so beautiful when, when you find those people, because mm -hmm. they see us from an, from an outside view. Mm -hmm. And so they can, they can share with us the perspectives that we can't always see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 No, it's so true. You you do you do need other people to like look at things or sort of just like tell you their own take or view on it. Or you do need that push of just like like she really helped me like with things with my parents. Like I needed that push of just like someone to just be like, do it. And like that was it. I was like, all right, like I'll just do it. Like I could have told myself, just you know, Autumn, just right. do it. But I needed someone else to tell me. I'm like, you're right. I will. Yeah. No, for sure. And I, and I like what it's so true asking the universe, like the universe will guide you to the place that you're supposed to be. It's going to guide you with the right people. You just have to ask and be patient. I think for me, I've known my healer for a long time, Ruth, we worked together, but it took me a few years to finally just like start working with her. I'm like mm -hmm. she's in my life for a reason. Like, why am I not utilizing that? We have great conversations about this stuff. Like I need to just like go see her. I'm like, why am I not doing it? And I'm yeah. just like, was on this like journey of looking for a therapist and looking for this and looking for that. And like, no one was working. And like, there's been one in front of me for seven years, girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right. And that happened exactly when it was meant to, I'm sure both for exactly. you and for Ruth too. Exactly. No, for sure. 100%. Yeah. She's incredible. I, I like just felt like when I had that, yeah. the Reiki, the, uh, Reiki session with her, I was like, Oh, I wish I could be like in Long Beach. So I could like be more <laughs> regular with her, but she was, yeah, she's such, just like such a good soul. I feel like yeah. she's, yeah, I know she's special. I love yeah. her so much. <laughs> That's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm very grateful. Yeah. Yeah. So you started, she's plant-based with what intention? A few things. Um, well, one, I was already vegan and a lot of people sort of were just like, I had my, my one friend shop. He's like, you need to start a block. You need to start a block. And I'm like, there's so many, like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna care. And then, um, I was also just going through like a tough time because there was this guy that I was like on and off with. And I was just like, I need like an outlet because I'm just like, okay, like I can't be drinking. I can't be doing all these things. Like I need something healthy. And then also I went to Bali right before and I got back and I was just like, I don't know. I just felt so inspired with just, by just like um, all of like the creativity and with just like plant-based um, food and just like how, how beautiful like they presented it. And I was just like, I, I love that. And 
I was sort of just someone that was like kind of eating the same things. And just one day I was like, all right, like I'm going to start an Instagram. I was going through some different names. I was like, she's vegan. And then I was like, she's plant-based. I was like, hmm, there's a Kayla shit on it. I was like, all right, nope. Like I'm just going to make the account right now. And I made it. Um, so for me in the beginning, it was, it's funny. I wanted to remain anonymous. I hated talking on camera. Like didn't want to show my face. Like just so many things I've had to hurdle since then. Um, but yeah, I wanted to just sort of just share the things I was eating and how easy it is to be plant-based and how to live a healthier lifestyle, whether you want to incorporate more plant-based foods, or if you want to just be completely plant-based on how easy it is and, you know, the things to buy. And it really started off as like a food account. Um, but then I just, started sharing just like other things other ways that sort of just like started healing me and talking about yoga and my spiritual journey and the books that I'm reading and the skincare that I'm using and like the clean beauty that I'm I, I make up products that I have and just all these little things and then it just sort of turned into like what it is now just like a wellness account and while I think food is so important and you know the way that you eat really is very important and crucial to your health, but also what you're thinking, how you're feeling all plays a role. Um, everything's just so interconnected. And uh, and yeah, it's, at, it's just at such a different place now. And I'm so grateful and happy for that. And it's helped me heal so much too, which has been crazy. Yeah. And I know, I know that last year when we hosted our event together that you had shared, yeah. I'm kind of going off topic or it's going to bring me back. But last year you shared that <laughs> your like word of the year, one of the words of the year was consistency and mm-hmm. like for 2020. And I'm like, she flew off. Like she like explode, like, you know, and, and, and it's so incredible. Like your account literally like exploded in 2020 and it's so incredible to, to see. And, and I'm so like, just my heart is so full for you and your success and all of the impact and influence that you're bringing to so many incredible women, particularly, but I'm sure there's men out there too. Um, but it's just, it shows you the power of consistency with, I I feel like you're this whole new person and your energy is just like, Mm -hmm. just so expansive and radiant and beautiful and light. And I, I see you and I see all of the growth that you have. And this is, this is the incredible thing instead of feeling envious of people, look at them as expanders, look at them to see they've Mm -hmm. done this. And because they have, that means that I can too. Like we're not anomalies Mm -hmm. in, in our life experiences, you know, like we're all capable of everything and anything that we desire for ourselves, you know? And so like, I see you and I'm like, she's an expander. She showed up consistent, consistently. Mm-hmm. She's bringing the impact and the influence that she desires. You know, I, I obviously don't know your financial situation, but I know that you have moved from working your, your old job mm-hmm. into, into doing, she's plant-based full-time. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Yes. And like, yeah. that's like what I desire, you know? And so it's like finding yeah. the people who are doing and, and who have what you want to do and to have and allowing them to be, to be the example for you and allowing them to show you what is possible and holding that and being inspired by it rather than like shrinking away from it. Um, yeah, yeah, I just think that when we have that perspective shift and this happened for me, like 
a year and a half or two ago from like envy into like being empowered. Like, Ooh, she did that. Like, that means that I can too. Like if that, if I really want it, like if that's a priority for me, like yeah, it's a done deal. Yes. It's just the matter of yeah. following through with action. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you so much. Um, and I love, I love that comparison of just like envy, but also remove, remove the word envy out of it. And like you said, and this is something that I've been learning. It is like, when we envy someone, when we jealous, like we see something in them yep. that we see in ourselves mm, that we're yeah. too scared to go do it. Yep. And it's like, we, no one's better. Like you and I, like we're the same person. Like I'm not better than you. You are not better than me. It's all about, okay. Like how bad do you want it? Right. And it's yep. like, it, it's, it's hard for, it's hard for everyone. I mean, it was even, it's hard for me too. Sometimes I find myself comparing. I have to like snap myself out of it and yeah. be like, you know what? Like you're not that person. Like you have something different to offer. Um, but again, I think it's just about getting clear and being consistent on like what it is that you want. And also just like having to say, say no to a lot of things. I mean, I left my serving job after seven years after me, just knowing that she's plant-based was the route that I wanted to go down, but I was too scared to leave my serving job because it was secure, because it was stable, because I knew if I walked in, at least I was making an hourly minimum and and I just had to, one second lockdown happen. I just had to be like, you know what? Like we're going full force in what you want to do. I don't, you haven't really health coached anyone, but like, let's figure it out and let's start yeah. doing it. And then it just sort of like, once I said no to that and I stopped putting my energy towards something that just wasn't making me happy. This past month and a half, my whole life has changed in such a profound way. And it's just like, has completely taken off. And I'm just like, it's just showing me I'm like the things that like don't make us happy. If we keep allowing that into our life, like we're not going to be able to grow and expand it the way that we want to. Like we have to learn how to like start saying no to things that don't serve us. And yeah. that's just what this past month has just shown me a lot too. It's just like, go after what it is that you want. Even if you don't know how you're going to get there, even if you don't have a plan, even if you don't know where it's going to take you, like you're going to fall, you're going to fail, you're going to cry, you're going to get hurt. Like it's, yeah. it's hard, but like it teaches you lessons and uh, the universe always has your back. Like it Literally, wants to yeah. see you do well and it wants you, it wants to see you succeed. So just ask for the universe's support, ask it to help you, ask it to guide you. Like it will take you down the right path. Like it's hard, but like you have to trust and surrender and, yeah. and you'll, you'll get to the place that you want to be. You just have to be patient and you just have to like, you have to be so clear on what it is that you want Yeah, and just know that it's going to happen and you just don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that we went there because, and it goes, it goes for any, it goes for anything, anything in your life. And I I love the term. I I forget who I heard it from, um, but energy leak. It's like, when things aren't mm-hmm. aligned with how you desire your life to feel, whether that's like internally or externally, maybe like, let's give an example for like your home. Maybe it's all cluttered. Maybe your room is, you know, has clothes everywhere. You know, it doesn't look how you desire it to look. That's an energy leak. Your energy is being clouded because of all of the, exactly. the chaos and disor- disorganization. I don't know if that's a word, but that's in your, that's in your home environment. As soon as you as soon as you just take action, clean your room, clean your house, it might not be fun, but if you do it, you're going to yeah. feel expansive. You're going to feel light because that's yeah. no longer an energy leak yeah. in your life. It's so true. It's so true. 
and it's like those even that little thing of like cleaning your home it's like okay now that anxiety's gone now you do feel now you do feel inspired to like work on the things that you've been wanting to work on it just so opens up so many doors and it's just like get just getting in the pattern of just like doing things that scares that scare us you know taking risks like saying no saying yes even though you feel like saying no it's like those little things of like I think we when it comes to fear and you know maybe it's because like I'm a fire sign and I just like love challenge I love progression oh I'm Sagittarius you're Leo right so I'm just like throw it at me yeah like you tell me I can't (laughs) do something like I'm gonna prove you wrong watch (laughs) yeah yes I'm I'm like like, watch (laughs) like it's probably the fire in me but like also just like just in general though I think we like play up these ideas and like we get so caught up in our fear of just like what if this that and it's like usually it's just a false story that we're telling ourselves and it's like realistically that's never going to (laughs) happen or what if on the other hand like what if I fail what if you succeed exactly what if you change someone's life yeah what if yeah what if you share something and it goes viral and then you get all of these followers or like all and, and all of exactly. the, like these followers are potential clients and these these people whose lives yeah. you can change or even it's just adding to your community and they're seeing your everyday content I know that you receive you share messages all the yeah. time of women literally reaching yeah. out and sharing how you have changed their yeah. life no I know what if you had decided not to not not to do she's plant-based because you thought no one was gonna yeah so that's what yeah. I'm saying what if you fail but what if you succeed exactly and like it took me so long to like find like share like even today I shared a story about like I've never talked about this but like I'm deaf in my right ear and like I've just like never really opened up about it but like so many people are messaging me like thank you for sharing this like thank you for bringing awareness to this and it's just like just like little things like that I'm just like whoa like it connects you in such a way and it's like of course sharing my story, sharing my insecurities, sharing things that I go through, like, it's really, really scary. But like, one, speaking about it, like, helps me heal, but it also impacts so many people, whether they say something or not. Yeah. Like, there's people Mm. who secretly admire you with everyone who look up to you. And it's like, yeah, you just don't know that. And it's just, I don't know, it's just such a reminder to like, keep going, keep putting yourself out there, keep doing the things that you want to do because like it really leads you down such a beautiful path the path that you're supposed to be on so like I have this like super old ratty beat up um copy of Melody Beattie's um it's like daily meditations it's Mm. like 365 days and it's like a passage each each year um and that book Oh, if you don't have it, please get I it. it. Um, I need to I'll get put it. it in the show notes because, oh my gosh, I love it. It changed my life. Like ugh, it was right after I had graduated college. So like nearly four years ago. Um, and it, it was just such a beautiful resource to have as like, I was navigating, you know, post-grad life and just change and everything. Um, but she has a passage in there for like, I've already read it this year. So it's obviously like the first like two weeks in January. Um, And she says like, you have to decide what you want to pack in your suitcase for the journey that you're going on. And you have to decide what you want to leave, um, Mm -hmm. leave behind. And that really resonated with me. One, because like travel is my most favorite thing in this whole entire world. It's like, it's like one of my greatest like forms of self-expression. 
Um, so I really resonate with that, that, um, metaphor, but it's so true. Like when you are on a journey, you know, when you are about to have that up level, when you are about to ascend to the next level of consciousness and way of being in this world, you have to decide what you want to leave behind because not everything can come Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. And so I come back to your example of you leaving your, you know, your, your serving job behind and choosing to pursue this new, Mm -hmm. um, path that you're on with doing, she's plant-based full-time. And this can be with anything. This can simply just be like when you're ready to like step into the next level version of yourself and, um, and your, maybe it's your spirituality, maybe it's your, you know, just any way of life, but you have to decide what you mm-hmm. want to leave behind and what you want to take with you because not everything can come with you. Yeah. Otherwise you, you would be the same yeah. person. No, I agree. That's so true. And like going back to that, it was like, like I moved out of my home for the first time in July. And that was like, I had to leave behind security and just like so many things that I held mm-hmm. on to for so long. And like being on my own scared me. I'm like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to make this work? I'm going to have to cut back on this. I'm going to have to cut back on that. And like, you have to think about all these different things. And I'm like, now I have to be more independent. And it was just like, like, yes, you have to leave stuff behind. But it's like the person that you grow into is so, it, it's, it's just so worth it. And it's like, it's scary in the moment. It's yeah. scary taking those risks. But like, you jump into like a whole new world. And then it's like, right from there, like, that sort of thing, how things flowed for me. I'm like, I had to move out first. And then I was able to, you know, get my career and thrive in the job that I want to thrive in. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't going to go any other way. And and I knew, and I knew this for so many years. I knew this for so long and I wanted to move out for so long, but like there was just that part of me that was just scared. I didn't want to leave certain things behind, you know, like we all want to live rent free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right enough (laughs) I was like I don't want to spend my money on fun stuff but I'm just like I had to learn how to like say no autumn like grow up move on and like it's I the past seven months like I me last week and this compared to this week I'm just it's I'm just so new yeah literally me too yeah (laughs) like you get it like it's just the growth is just yeah I'm like this all makes sense I'm like it just it, it reminds me of just like okay you gotta keep pushing forward because look at those times where you resisted and you're too scared and you didn't want to let things go but what happened when you let that go yeah where did what direction did you like go down yes and all of all of the time that you were at your parents house just using this as an example yeah. since you um were sharing about it like as you were at your parents' house and you desired to move out, but you didn't choose to take that action. All of, all of that was serving you in your growth. Yes. And that was all meant to be part of your journey. Like you had to go through that and you had to experience that and you had to learn the lessons that you did in order to get you to the place that was yeah. ready to move out, to trust the yeah. universe, to, you know, leave the security and also know that you were going to be secure because mm-hmm. you had cultivated that trust. You had cultivated that relationship mm-hmm. with the universe to know that you are supported. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And I feel like it just makes you, I don't know, like I feel just like so much more like gratitude in my life because of these things, of, because I was, I've gone through different experiences and I, I wouldn't say put up with, but like 
all that was supposed to happen but just like living through certain experiences and then like being out of it like it just makes me so much more grateful for like the silence in my home or just like all those little things that we take advantage of like yeah not hearing you know someone screaming in the room next to me like it's it's I just appreciate life so much more yeah yeah I'm I'm currently kind of in that space as well because like my soul is being called to move outside of California. Oh, wow. And yet I, you know, I have a commitment to my sister because I live with her and we have a, you know, a lease on our apartment. And so when I realized that, and this was very recently, but like when I realized that like my soul is being called elsewhere, I like my initial thought, and I think anyone's probably would be like, ah, shit, I'm stuck in San Diego for six months or however long I'm going to be here. And then like almost immediately, I'm like, no, I know better than that. I know better than that. I know that the next six months or however long I I end up being in San Diego are going to serve me so immensely Mm -hmm. because I'm going to choose that they do. I'm going to choose that there are infinite lessons for me to still learn from being in San Diego, especially in this, in this space of feeling like my soul is misaligned because I feel called to be outside of California, but yet I'm still physically here. Like that in itself has like infinite amounts of lessons for me to learn. Yeah. And I'm choosing to, and, and this comes back to like, we have a choice. We are at cause over effect. And so we have a choice of what we want our reality to be. So I'm choosing to make that my reality of that. I'm going to make, I'm going to expand. Like I've never expanded before and I'm going to open myself up more than I ever have. I'm going to feel, I'm going to like, even just the other day after I realized like this, like I was at the park meditating. And after I meditated, I like just laid back and like looked up at the sky and I realized that I'm looking at palm trees And I almost was like, ew, palm trees. Like I'm craving like lush greenery, like open spaces, like beautiful, like just bright green trees. And I'm like, no, that's fucking magic right there. Like me being able to see palm trees when I want to, that's magic. Do you know how many people wish that they could live in San Diego and see palm trees every day and look up at bright blue skies without like a cloud in in sight? That's magic. That's the universe. That was a lesson in itself. Gratitude. gratitude for where you're at. Like, that's my whole thing right now is like, the more you lean into that and the more that you choose to see the magic in every day, the more radiant your energy is going to be, the more expansive your energy is going to be, the more, the more abundance you're going to attract, whether that's in love, whether that's in relationships, whether that's financially or support, whatever it is, when you choose to see the magic, when you choose to open yourself up to it. And, and sometimes it's, it's a practice. I mean, it is a practice choosing to see the good and everything and choosing to see the abundance that you have and choosing to acknowledge what is present for you versus what's missing. There's nothing greater there. Like your, your life completely changes when you, when you practice that and when you open yourself up to, to receive that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love all of that. I love how you talk about choice. I think everything in life, it comes down to a choice. And we can either see it as like a quote unquote negative thing or a positive thing. It's like, okay, right this thing's hurting me or I don't want to be in this place anymore it's like okay well let's find gratitude we can't change where you're at currently but we can change the way that you're thinking and through that is is gratitude like that's that's the main thing and it's just like get get in the habit of just like you know 
you know, I, I'm grateful for, you know, my soft bed or waking up or, you know, just like those little things that we just like take advantage of. And it just really changes your yeah. life and it makes you or even like your breath, yeah. like connecting yeah. to your breath, you know, and yeah. just being like, Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm alive and breathing today. Cause some exactly. days it feels, you know, some days it feels like a, a chore to live or like, it's yeah. like hard or, you know, we all have those days and yeah. just simply connecting to your breath and wow, I'm breathing today. Yeah. Yeah. Something as simple as that it really can just change you make, and make you feel differently. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What is your zone of magic? People call it zone of genius, but I like to call it zone of magic. It's kind of like your flow state. When I, when I do find flow or like how it, either way, whatever you, whatever you take that to mean. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just like a few different things. Um, being in the kitchen is really big for me. Um, going out inside, going outside, being in nature. I feel like that's just been a really big thing for me right now is just stepping outside in nature um, has been yes. like a really, I think that's like when I have like my most epiphanies is just like stillness in nature. Um, it really just like helps me like gain momentum or just become clear on um, on certain things. Yeah, I, I feel that like I'm being called so much to nature. I like yeah. choosing even when I'm working and like my body's like, I need sun. I need fresh air. I need nature. Like I have a park that's like five minutes away from my house. So I'll just yeah. go park it there, sit outside, meditate for like 10 minutes, look up at the sky for like five minutes and then go back. And yeah. I notice like a huge difference in the way that I yeah. exist and the way that yeah. I work and I'm in flow. I like have clarity. So yes, I feel that so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. And it's something we take advantage of every single day. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. I know. I know. Right out the door. Um, literally. It's just right outside the, the right on the other side of the house. Um, open it. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. It's like, some, it's like, sometimes that seems like such a chore to me. I don't know why it's like, just open the damn door and yeah. just step on outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite way to activate your magic? Hmm. Uh, again one nature I feel like that's just I've just been so called to it like in the morning going on a little nature walk um meditating outside I've just been doing just like a lot of like grounding exercises I felt like really called to that so just like meditating in nature um or even my in my room like all I have like a bunch of plants and I just like really connect with that or like my crystals um just very just grounding exercises I would say thank you so much I love you so much I, I am my heart is just so full seeing all of the lives that Aww. you're changing and um I just want to say thank you for being vulnerable thank you for sharing your heart with me and with all of the listeners that are going to be listening to this I know it's going to be so impactful for them thank you thank you for having me on here again um again <laughs> yeah it was just nice that we got to like cry a little bit together and and then yeah. just like the end was just like so light and fun. And now I'm laughing. So I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. I'm so happy we yes. had this conversation. I know. Thank you. I love you. Um, I love you. And I can't wait for this to get out to everyone. Same, same, same. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 
Alrighty, babe. Thank you so much again for joining me for today's episode. If you loved what you heard, I would absolutely love it and be so grateful if you could head to whatever platform you are listening to it on and give it a rate, give it a review. And also if you shared it with someone who you think would love this too, a friend, a family member, anyone who you think it would resonate with. I absolutely love to connect and share and create community together. So if you have any questions or anything you want to share with me or simply just want to talk, definitely reach out to me on Instagram at I am Cassidy Noel. And to stay in the loop with all the things for the podcast, you can follow at she's dot made of magic. I love you. I am sending you so much love and all of my gratitude. Mwah.